Welcome to another episode of Business School. I'm your host, James Phillip. I am a serial entrepreneur and angel investor that founded Heavy Hitter Holdings, where I have more than a dozen different companies and brands under management. You can follow me on Instagram and YouTube at jamesphillip313 or download these anywhere podcasts are available. With that being said, let's jump on in. So I often get asked, you know, should I do a side gig or should I start my own business? You know, I need to make extra money. What's the best way to go about that? And, you know, I think we start with, are you trying to make more money or are you trying to start a business? Now we know you go to start a business to make money. You know, we, we get that. It's just, you got to break it out into two different buckets to, cause we're trying to achieve technically two different things at the end of the day. If you just want to make money, you know, a side gig's fine. I, I do believe that sometimes it's just easier to go get a second part-time job somewhere. I mean, if, if you need money, um, between my house and my headquarters, there's 50 job openings that are paying, you know, 12 to 15 bucks an hour. And while they don't pay the most money and it may not be the greatest jobs, if you need money to pay off school loans or to pay off debt or to take a vacation, sometimes it's just going to be easier and more consistent to just get a regular damn job. On the flip side of that, if you're actually really good at something, you know, if, if your side gig is photography and you're really good at it and you can charge good money for it, that's a whole different conversation. Um, I'd run into a lot of people that are looking for advice on starting side gigs that don't have any kind of skill or a craft or you no know, passion or hobby that people are willing to pay them money for, yet they want to start a side gig. And so that's like, you know, that that's how you end up driving Uber or you know, delivering Grubhub and DoorDash, that type of stuff, because it doesn't take a skill. It just takes a warm body. If you got, you know, two lungs and, oh shit, you know, do you have one lung and are you breathing and you're able to walk, you can deliver Grubhub. So, you know, but no skills in no craft, you don't, you're not going to get paid much. That's just what it comes down to. So if you have a craft that people are willing to pay you money for, yes, it does probably make more sense to work a side gig with your passion that you're good at, that you can get paid good money at versus driving Uber or, you know, going and uh, working in a restaurant or a retail shop or something like that. But you know, there's a lot of jobs that are paying 12, 15 bucks an hour right now. Cause there was a lot of jobs in hospitality and the food and beverage industry that, you know, or even retail that they can't fill those jobs. So they pay good money for consistent work and it ain't great money. It's, it's just good side gig money. Sometimes you're going to be better off just getting the job at the mall where you can get a guaranteed 20, 25 hours of extra work a week versus trying to do a side gig where not only do you need to do the side gig, but you need to market it. And a lot of times I see people, they just completely miss that part of the equation. They only count the time they're spent working for the side gig, you know, assuming you're not doing a side gig like Uber or um, that type of stuff. Like if you're trying to do something like photography, if it's something... Um, maybe you cut lawns, whatever it is you do, you know, you can't just count the amount of hours you spend working, not the, the billable hours we say, right? Where people are paying you money. You also have to count the hours you're spending marketing it. So if you're working on the website, if you're writing content, if you're doing videos, are you knocking on doors? Are you making sales calls? Like this, that stuff all takes, that takes time. It takes money too, when you think about it, but you might just spend 10 hours marketing to get 10 hours of work. Well, now you just spent 20 hours to get 10 hours worth of work. So go, go cut your rate, whatever you get paid, cut it in half. So that's where I say a lot of times you got to factor all those things into the equation. I'm like, does it really make sense to do the side gig or does it make more sense to just, 
you know, go and get a regular job. So that's like step one. Step two is if you're not trying to start a business and you're just trying to make more money, sometimes I believe you are better off just doubling down on your regular 40 hour week job and getting really good at it so you can make more money that way. You know, I had friends in sales, for example, that they'll spend 40 hours a week at a sales job and then go spend another 10 hours a week on their side gig to make an extra 500 bucks or something. I don't know, probably not even that much. And I'm like, you know, what if you spent that extra 10 hours a week working at your sales job, you know? How many more sales could you bring in? How much more commission would you get? How much more bonus would you get? And you know, like anything in life, when you tell people things they don't want to hear, they give you the look like they're, you know, a deer staring in headlights. And it's they we're so programmed to hate our jobs, we can't even think about putting more effort into our jobs. It's you know, we wanna work ins at five o'clock and you're already mentally checked out at 3, 30, 4 o'clock, right? You're not even really getting in quality work in that last hour. So the thought of trying to work an extra 10 hours a week at a job that you've been programmed to hate just sounds completely crazy. But let me tell you what, it's not crazy because if you're making 80 grand a year in sales, for example, and you go put an extra 10 hours in and you can really up how much business you're closing, you can either get more bonuses or commissions where you're at, you can try to negotiate a higher salary, or you can use those great numbers and metrics to go get a better job somewhere. So if you're crushing it in sales, it's really easy to get another sales job, especially when you have metrics to prove it. So imagine putting in the extra 10 hours in your main job that you're making $80,000 at, so you can go jump to the next job that's gonna give you a $100,000 base. So you just jumped in $20,000 of guaranteed income every year. How much would you have to work at your side gig, right? to get that kind of money guaranteed every year. And I see people spin their wheels doing all these odd jobs and side gigs and they're like, well, you know, I need to make money. So I get it, when your back's against the wall, you gotta do whatever you gotta do. You gotta take whatever job you gotta take, second job, third job, I get it. You need money and that's a whole different conversation. Then there's a conversation, I'm just trying to make more money, maybe I wanna try to pay down debt or I wanna take a trip or I wanna buy a house. Side gigs and that type of stuff work, getting part-time jobs somewhere works, but just imagine if you put all the effort into you know your main job. Nobody ever says this, and I don't understand why, because you see the people out there crushing it, they do that. They are 100% committed to just crushing their work every day. So maybe you spend an extra five hours a week working at your job, and you spend five hours a week taking a class to get better at your job. Maybe you pick up other books to get better at your, at your job. You pick up business books, you pick up project management books, finance books, sales books, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying if, what if you gave your main job everything so you could get to the next job that's better, that's gonna set you up to the next job to get better. Imagine you're making 80, you go all in, right? You read books, you take classes, you crush it on your metrics, you put the work in, you go to the next job, you get bumped up to 95 or $100,000. You do it again. You keep learning. You master the craft. You get new ideas. You're innovative. You're finding new ways to market and sell. You crush that job. You just went from 80 to 95 to 100. Now you're crushing that job. Now maybe you can go get 110, 115, 120. 
maybe over the, over the span of four or five years, you might go from 80,000 to 120,000. Cause I've seen people do this. I own recruiting companies. Like I spent 20 years in the recruiting business watching this type of stuff happen. And then I watched many other people just kind of fall flat on their face because they just don't want to put in the work, right? They'd rather go screw around with their side jobs than to actually go focus on building a real career. So over a four or five year span, it's like, well, how much does that extra twenty to forty thousand dollars a year add up? Well, you know, at twenty grand a year, it's a hundred grand over five years. And if you can get your salary up forty thousand dollars, that's obviously two hundred thousand dollars over five years. Dude, I don't know many people that are making an extra two hundred grand every five years doing side gigs unless their side gig is their main gig, right? Um, I'm sure there's some consultants out there that, that do some odd things and they make a lot of extra money, but for the bulk of the general public listening to this, not going to be the case. So instead of screwing around with all the side gigs sometimes, assuming that you don't need the money right now, go pick up some business books. Go pick up some books about whatever function it is you do. Go find ways to get more motivated to get better. Get your butt to work a half an hour earlier, start staying an hour later, and grind as much as you can and build your career. That is going to give you more ROI than anything else. Granted, if you're going to do a side gig or a side business or a side hustle because you, your goal is to become an entrepreneur or to own your own business, if that's your exit plan that you want to get out of the corporate world, whole different conversation, you know, it probably makes more sense to go chase that and try to build it up and let your 40 hour week be your stability and help fund your dream so you can go chase that. But you know what I really did this episode for is I get on Instagram, I get a lot of hell of a lot of questions on, I want to do a side gig. I need a side hustle. I was listening to Gary V. I need a side hustle. And while I don't listen to a lot of Gary V, um, to be honest, most of the people I know that got a tremendous amount of money don't listen to Gary V or Tony Robbins. It's it always seems to be the people that are trying to get somewhere that listen to Gary V or Tony. And uh, it's just something to think about. The people that have money don't listen to them. They're they're looking at other ways and how to build businesses and make money. They're not listening to things about go hustle. So maybe you need to think about what you're listening to. But Instagram, I get hit up with, you know, um, I need a mentor or I, uh, I'm stuck in a rut or I'm in a mess. I need to make money. I want to do a, a side hustle. I'm reading these things on social media about side hustles and side gigs. And what do you think I should do? And I'm like, you know, same question every time. What is it you're good at? Or what is it that someone's willing to pay you money for? And is there anything that someone's willing to pay you a lot of money for because you're good at it? And unfortunately, most of the people hitting me up with those questions don't have anything they're good at, or at least they don't know it yet. So there's, they want to like go do something that they're not good at. And if you're not good at it, people aren't going to pay you money for it. It's just that simple. So I'm like, go get a part-time job. Go, there, there's jobs everywhere right now. And that, that's subject to change. At least in my area, there's a boatload of jobs. Go pick up some $15 an hour job for 20 hours a week. You'll make, you know, 300 bucks a, a week. 1200 bucks a month, take out taxes. You still got a nice little chunk of change to that alone. You could probably save up to get a down payment on a small house. You could take a couple of nice trips. You could, you know, throw 10 grand towards your student loans. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but you know, that's everything in life. There's, I don't know many people that got rich unless they inherited their money that 
you know, worked 32 hours a week and just crushed it. I mean, I'm sure there's someone out there, but for the rest of us, we had to work one, two, three jobs. I worked multiple consulting gigs while starting my companies. You know, that that was a real 80 hours a week of like doing productive work. And that's what it took to get here. So if you got to work 40 hours a week and 25, 25 hours a week somewhere else, yeah, 65 hours a week sucks. But, you know, my dad worked 60 hours a week in a steel shop and... I got to say 60 hours a week doing whatever, whatever the hell it is I'm doing is significantly better than what he had to do. So it's a lot of work, but you got to do what you got to do. Um, but again, you know, these people are asking these questions and it's like, well, you're not good at anything. So people aren't going to pay you no money. You don't have a craft, go get a part-time job. Well, they hate that idea. It's like, well, I want to drive Uber or do this or that. Cause like, you know, dictate my own time. But you know, if you talk to the people that drive Ubers, the amount of time that they spend, you know, waiting for gigs, it's just not what it's cracked up to be. And, you know, it can be hit or miss. It's at least with a part-time job, you're going to get guaranteed money. Like, you know, you're going to have, you're going to have a shift and you're going to get paid. So if you're going to keep taking the easy route out of everything, then I say, good luck in life. You're never going to get anywhere. But if they, if you need money, I'd, I'd advise them, like, go get whatever job you got to get, Like you got to do whatever you got to do to provide for yourself and your family. And then some of those conversations trickle into a more serious conversation, you know, where, all right, you're not really good at anything and you really don't want to go do the part-time gig. Then I go back to, you know, whatever job it is you're doing, what can we do with that job? Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, I was talking to some people that the only route really is there's, there's not a lot of like upward mobility unless they become a manager. And then there's a lot, not a lot of managers where they're at. And I'm like, well, you're going to have to switch jobs and, and then they don't want to switch jobs. So I, I understand there are ceilings in places and not every job is going to lead to a certain path, but it's like, all right, then you might need to retool your career. Um, if you know, it's not going anywhere. I mean, there's a lot of jobs out there that pay decent money that are going nowhere. There's, there's no path where there's no path up. It's, it's a, it's a job that needs to be done every day. Here's a bucket of work do that bucket of work. And then you go home. And there's like the, the worker bees and like a, a manager. There's nowhere to really climb to become like a senior manager and a director and then like a VP. Like a lot of those jobs just don't have those kind of paths. So sometimes you're going to have to sit back and say, all right, I got 30 years left to work. How am I going to retool my career so I can get myself in a position to make, you know, 40% more income where I don't have to work a side gig or have to, you know, take a part-time job somewhere. So if you're younger and you're listening to this right now, A, you know, I advise this to everybody. One of the companies I own does uh, career planning and college planning. It's if you're about to go to college, if you're in college, coming out of college, if you just get out of college, look at the path at some of the jobs um, that you're considering right now. It's not that hard to go on LinkedIn and say, I want to take this job and then go find some other people that got like 20 years of experience that had that job title and then say, okay, this is where they ended up. And to be honest, you might look at it and when you see where some of these people end up, you might go, man, maybe I shouldn't do that. Or you might get a pretty good idea where, you know, some of those people end up in 10 or 15 years and it might look like a good path with a lot of upward mobility. But, um, if you're young and you're listening to this, it's like, you need to map that out. You just can't like go out and say, I'm going to take this job cause it's easy or, you know, they got free popcorn and nap pods. So I'm going to take this job. It's like, you know, what is, how does this job set you up for the next job? And, you know, I got, you know, friends that, you know, again, this thing's about the things they don't teach you in business school and they'll, they'll teach you how to quant stuff out, but I don't know how well they teach you how to make these decisions. You went and if you have an MBA and you're listening to this, it's like, well, what was the plan? You know, if, if you weren't going to get into Wall Street 
and do a bunch of quant stuff, then what were you planning on doing with this NBA? And uh, what was your goal? And it's just, you know, I, I wanted to get a better paying job or I wanted to do this or I wanted to do that. It's like, well, you went and made a decision without a reason, really, other than you wanted to get a master's degree or a graduate degree. So if you are one of those people and you're sitting there, you're just coming out of, you know, business school, before you go take a job, you got to step back and say, where does this take me? You know, it's obviously you need money. So I get that. We're all here trying to make money through jobs and businesses so we can provide for ourselves. But why why do I take this job and how does it get to the next job? If You should always be looking three jobs down the line for the people that are listening to this and you're, and you're staying in a corporate world and you're not going to be uh, down the entrepreneurial path. You need to ask yourself, how does this job get me to the third job? If you're not thinking down the pipeline five, seven, ten years, you, you know, you're not even looking for a career. You're looking for a job. You know, it's, are you making strategic moves that are going to get you to where you want to be? Um, but I can do a whole other episode on that one. You know, the thought is whether you're coming out of MBA school or you're contemplating trying to, you know, start a side gig or get a part-time job, just ask yourself this, these questions. Like, am I trying to start a business? You know, no. Okay. Am I good at anything? that people are willing to pay me a decent amount of money for. Yes, I am. Then go chase that and then figure out how much time it's going to take to generate the business and actually do the work. If you say, no, I'm not really great at anything, then go seek part-time work somewhere um, with someone that's going to give you stable employment. You can do the, the Uber thing if you want to. A lot of times, I, I think you might just be further ahead, you know, busting out lattes at Starbucks. I mean... Yeah, sometimes that that could even turn into something that you're not even thinking of. Like I knew someone that was making like, you know, 35, 40 grand a year in like healthcare stuff. And, you know, they work part-time as a barista and it's like, well, if you work your way up to manager and then if you really, you know, did a good job and you were committed, maybe that part-time gig turns into your full-time gig. Maybe it's an opportunity you weren't thinking about. A lot of these... Um, food, beverage, hospitality, retail, like district managers, they make quite a bit good money. And a lot of times they don't even have degrees. So it's like, you know, this is where you can, again, if you just kind of double down on your job and did a great, and did a great job, the best you could, and you just crushed it. You might go from like barista to running a store one day, they become a district manager and it might take you 10 years, but hell, you might actually end up be, end up being further ahead as a district manager in 10 years and a lot of the people that went to college even though you didn't as far as income goes so there's opportunities all around you if you put the work in but if you're not good at anything then you're gonna have to go either get really good at your job or learn and develop a craft that someone's willing to pay you for this uh myth of i'm gonna do a side gig and you know, work my other job and make 80, 90, hundred thousand dollars a year. It's like, it's all kind of BS, man. Yeah. There's like always a couple people out there that do it, but you know, at the end of the day, who's paying you for what, you know, you don't think everyone's out there not looking for an easy side gig to make, you know, a hundred bucks an hour. It's just not realistic. So that's my whole thoughts on, do I want, should you do a side gig or, you know, go drive Uber or what, whatever it is you plan on doing. It's really simple. Just Find something you're good at and try to get paid for it. Or my own opinion, if a lot more people just doubled down at their regular jobs and got great, then 
that income will end up probably dwarfing whatever the hell it is you're going to do on a side gig. But I think I made my point. Um, make sure you follow me on YouTube and Instagram at jamesphillip313. Um, you can download these, obviously, on Google, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure you share it with a friend. And until then, I'm going to catch you on the next one. <laughs>